Sid. And I'm Jess. And this is the Book Boyfriend Project. So today is going to be day four of our speed reviews of Christmas. And today I am going to be reviewing Mistletoe and Mr. Wright by Sarah Morgenthaler. So this is the second book in the Moose Springs Alaska series. And I read the first book in this series expecting it to be kind of Christmassy because I knew the second one was Christmassy, but it's not. It just takes place in Alaska. It's in the middle of the summer, though, which, like, I don't know why I have a very hard time picturing Alaska in the summer. I know it is summer there, (laughs) but, like, it's just all I see is snow, (laughs) frozen tundra. Do they have, like, do they see the grass at any point? I think so. See, in my head... I'm the same as you. Like, it's always frozen tundra there. No, I think like, Alaska's just frozen tundra. Now I feel like I can actually accomplish my goal of wanting to visit all 50 states and just go in, like, July. Yeah. Yeah. Or Alaskan cruises are cool, I've heard. I'd be um, down to do that. Never heard that. Well, also, I don't think I can do a cruise. No? Why not? Because we did, like a, like, a boat cruise for, like, two hours for a work thing. And every time we, like turned i was getting very dizzy and nauseated uh was it a big boat or a little boat like a cruise ship size boat or like a dinner boat maybe a dinner boat okay okay anyways we'll come back to that later (laughs) (laughs) so this play this book takes place in moose springs alaska and we do get a little bit of a preview of the two main characters in this book in the first book but it's not necessary to read the first book to enjoy this book you just of course don't get the background on the first couple so i'm going to start out with the blurb as always it says how the moose almost stole christmas lana montgomery's everything the quirky small town of moose springs alaska can't stand a rich socialite with dreams of changing things for the better but Lana's determined to prove that she belongs, even if it means trading her stilettos for snow boots and tracking down one of the town's hairiest Christmas mysteries, the Santa Moose, an antlered Grinch hellbent on destroying every bit of holiday cheer and tinsel it can sink its teeth into. So let's just take a moment. There's a moose that goes around Moose Springs like a ninja, destroying all the Christmas decor. <laughs> How fantastic is that? I want to name him Grinch <laughs> and keep him. <laughs> uh, so it says, and really, how hard could it be? The last few years have been tough on Rick Harding, and it's not getting any easier now that his dream girl's back in town. When Lana accidentally tranquilizes him instead of the Santa Moose, it's clear she needs help. Fast. And this could be his chance to finally catch her eye. It's an all-out Christmas war, but if they can nab that darn moose before it destroys the town, Rick and Lana might finally find a place where they both belong together. Aww. So I, I love second chance romances. It's not really a second chance romance. I feel like the, the blurb is a tiny bit misleading. So Lana has been coming to Moose Springs for years and years and years um her family came here at one point to do like a ski vacation and she's just fallen in love with the town and she visits as often as she can so i feel like the blurb kind of leads you to believe that she she used to be a native and she's come back after like a long time away for something kind of that's what i thought as you were reading this i was like oh interesting no but i feel like it almost leads to believe that the main plot of this story is the santa moose the santa moose is not 
the main plot, which is kind of surprising, I thought. Um, the really true main plot of this book is that at the very end of the last book in this series, um, Lana bought a lot of property in Moose Springs because Moose Springs is a very small town. Um, you know, most of their income is dependent upon, you know, tourism and all that. And Lana wants to help bolster the town because the resort that is kind of the anchor of the town and, you know, keeps a lot of them employed is like going to go under. It's not being well managed. Um, and so Lana has come up with this proposal to build these luxury condos that are connected to the resort, um, to draw in more people, draw in investments, and, you know, just kind of save this town that she loves so much. Um, Lana comes from the Montgomery family, and they are, like, real estate tycoons. They own property all over the world. Um, her family, (laughs) every interaction she has with them reminds me more of, like, a boardroom interaction than, like... (laughs) Like a, like a family gathering. Was um, this on Kindle Unlimited? No. I had to... I was at the library, though. So you can grab it if you want. Like on Libby or like... On Libby. Okay. I was going to say, this better not be a book book. No. Like, no, no, You know no. how I feel about book books. I know. <laughs> um, so Lana has decided with her position in the company that she wants to use some of the company's money to invest in this town. And... She is facing not only scrutiny from her family from, you know, kind of choosing Moose Springs as her pet project when really she has other responsibilities to the company on other projects that she should be focusing on. But she's also getting a lot of scrutiny from the town because a lot of people in town hate tourists, Um, even though like they're like the main source of income. They're irritating. They don't know how to drive in the snow. (laughs) It's it's just a whole thing. Um, So... Lana is a badass. I love her. Um, but she's working really, really hard to make this project come together. And the Santa Moose is kind of just something that she's trying to deal with on the town's behalf to kind of gain their favor. Mm-hmm. So that part is super cute. And Rick, she and Rick, it sounds like she and Rick have just kind of been acquaintances, or not acquaintances, but like they've been friends and they met through other friends that Lana has in Moose Springs. Um, Rick is a very private reserve person. Um, his wife left him, I don't know, several years ago, I think. Why? Um, basically her sister and her sister's husband died in a car accident and it just made her like reevaluate all of her life priorities. And she was like, I don't want to live in Moose Springs anymore. Interesting. So she left him. Um, but Rick is, like, the sweetest man in the world. He has a pet hedgehog and Aww. a cat. He puts mittens on the hedgehog. I mean, like, you've got me there already. Literally the cutest thing in the world. Um, and so Rick is very reserved. He owns a pool hall in town. He's one of the businesses that, like, really doesn't advertise to tourists. He tries to keep to himself. Um, but he is, like, deeply enamored with Lana. But he's always like, oh, she's so out of my league. But, like, Lana has also been harboring, like, a secret crush for him all these years. So, um, throughout the book, it's very obvious that they're quickly falling for each other. But Rick doesn't want anything temporary. But Lana, that's really all that she can offer because she knows that, like, as soon as she gets Moose Springs, like, up on its feet, she's going to have to leave to go tend to other projects within the Montgomery conglomerate. Um, and so that's kind of their main, like, couple plot. 
but eventually they kind of just say to hell with it we're just gonna do this as long as we can and you know so how do they end up fixing that so basically Lana just puts her foot down and she's like you know what I don't want my marriage to be like my parents where they're constantly on planes off to different continents from each other and so she decides that she's gonna make Moose Springs her home base and I think it was like something that like her and Rick wouldn't spend more than like three weeks apart or something like that oh yeah so it's I don't think I could do with three weeks apart from oh, I could not it was my horrible. boyfriend but like that would be horrible um so yeah it's a really really cute book eventually all ends well they find the Christmas moose they don't trank it they just kind of let it be but um Lana kind of wins over the townspeople she just shows that like she's here for Moose Springs and while they might not love the tourists like she's doing it because she loves the town Mm-hmm. and another cool thing that she does for all of the um like shop owners in the town she gives them the opportunity to buy their own building so instead of like a conglomerate owning their buildings and this faceless corporation i mean like lana's the face of the corporation but you know what i mean um she's giving them the chance to own their own building so yeah this one was really really cute um of course there are lots of little like christmasy sidebars um, and I would say my overall rating for this book would be a four out of five. The first, I would say like third of this book was kind of slow. Um, I love Lana and I was kind of envisioning her as like a highly capable and less dramatic Alexis Rose from Schitt's Creek. You only saw like the beginning Alexis. I'm talking about like the end Alexis. <laughs> so, you- <laughs> so like you keep your opinions dear. Yeah, you don't know the character development she goes through. Yes. Um, Rick is a sweet little Alaskan man, and I adored his little hedgehog so much. And I really loved how much we got to see Zoe and Graham, which are the two, which was the couple from the last book. Um, it was great to kind of see them grow in their relationship it was so cute um and it had like a really nice little like christmas lesson that like money slash work is not everything in life yeah holly cheer level i give it a four out of five this book takes place at christmas and has plenty of christmas activities but christmas doesn't really play directly into the plot it's just kind of happening as everything else is happening oh that's nice yeah so i really enjoyed this one um oh i did give a spice level rating i gave it a two and a half out of five um, there was no sex on the page. It was definitely a closed door romance, but there's plenty of tension. So uh-huh. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really cute. If you guys have the opportunity to read this one, I would definitely recommend it. Um, and if you're kind of looking for something, well, I was going to say, if you want something to like ease your way into Christmas, you could read the tourist attraction, but it does take place in Alaska in the summer. So do with that what you will. <laughs> I really like this. I actually just borrowed the tourist attraction and put Did you? the mistletoe. You're gonna like on it. hold. They're really cute because they sound really cute, and I like a good small town romance. Yes, right now. Yes, they're not my jam all the time, but like right now, I'm like, give me all the small town feels. <laughs> There's something so cozy about a small town. Mm-hmm. There really is fictional small towns. Put yeah. an asterisk there. Real small towns are just crappy. They're crappy. There's nothing to do. There's nowhere to eat. Everyone is very nosy. Which, like, they're always nosy in the books, but, like, 
book nosy is adorable mm-hmm. and fun and it makes you feel all warm and fuzzy because everyone cares about everyone but real nosy is just like mm. gossip yeah yeah okay. on that. anyways that's gonna wrap up today's speedy review we hope you guys will tune back in for day five tomorrow yeah i will be reviewing the sleigh bells chalet by Jennifer Griffith. That will be the second book in her Christmas house romance story that I reviewed yesterday. Thanks for listening.